The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Hello everyone, this is Bill Friday with another edition of Larry Doesn't Play Here Anymore. And Ron McGoey, you're sitting across the desk from me again this morning, and that's nice. It is nice. nice. It is nice. It's good to be here. And happy Family Day to you, William, and to all of our listeners. Family Family Day is today. You're right. It is today. Uh, 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 Yeah, we had a busy weekend here in in Wasaga Beach, of course, with with, uh, snowman mania going on. And uh, and the weather was kind of brutal as well, so some of the events had to go from outside uh, to inside. Inside and winter mania. Yeah, and one of the things that did go on though, and I heard about, it, I didn't see it, and I'm interested to see some of the photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the the turkey roll? Did you hear about that? Out out where they actually the outdoor rink at at the Oakview, which is beside the rec place. Beside the rec place. Yeah, where the kids go all the time and they skate. The kids and and their mothers and fathers. And where they were they were they rolling frozen they, turkeys? They had they they had they were rolling bowling bowling for turkeys. Bowling turkeys, yeah. And they were actual real live not live turkeys. No, they were no. dead. But they're a little bruised after after they got through with them. And uh, you know, I don't know. Would you want to eat that after? Oh, I've never met a I've never met a turkey I didn't want to eat. <laughs> so tell me, but turkeys don't fly. You, you know that? No, they don't. They don't. How many years has Snowman Mania been happening? Uh, Eleven years now. Oh, it's eleven, 11 years. years. Yeah, and uh, very nice. And, and as you know, I'm I'm connected with the Wasaga Beach Lions Club. Very and, much so. And uh, we have just completed uh, that is yesterday our eighth. Uh, our eighth uh, pancake breakfast for Snowman Mania. So, and, and we had 443 people go through and eat pancakes. And some of them went through twice because it was an all-you-can-eat uh, pancake. So yeah, I, I saw it was a well-promoted event. Yes. And um, in spite of the frigid conditions, it was a perfect morning to go out and have some hot flapjacks. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, they were they were there, and they stayed. A lot of them stayed and had meetings and things. The Snowmobile Club actually came over. Did they? And, and they uh, they actually sat down, eat, uh, and ate their pancakes, and perhaps had maybe more than one plate, and then decided to have a, a board meeting or something, and I went in and I kicked them out, but <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Uh, but well, that, I, that's great to hear. It was a I, good. It was a good success. I know yeah. you've done them. You've done them at Canada Day in, in yes, the past. Yes. Um, and we're so planning on that again, by the way. Yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, but I, they kicked me out of the kitchen this year. They uh, said, you should uh, be out and greet people as they come in. So I became the Walmart greeter for the day. And, uh, well, I'm yeah. sure you did a fine job. And I understand they had a, a special uh, head chef doing a lot of the flipping? Yeah, the mayor. The mayor of Wasaga Beach, Brian Smith, was good enough uh, to come. And, he's, and he actually cooked pancakes the whole morning. And didn't drop one on the floor like he did last year. Well, <laughs> he's a seasoned veteran now. And his wife uh, Joanne was there uh, with her smiling face, and right. she uh, she uh, helped clean up uh, the dishes and so on, wiped the tables. So that was, that was great to see uh, them there. And, oh, and, and, uh, and the proceeds for the uh, the breakfast. Well, where it goes, they go? goes into our community project funds, nice. and, and we distribute, as you know, all over all over Ontario basically mm-hmm. and and uh, some of the money goes to international as well to help 
uh, you know, fund some of the projects that they have. So, yeah, no. And our, our motto is, of course, we serve, and that's what we were doing yesterday. We were serving pancakes. Well, great for you guys. I'm glad it turned out to be a success, and I'm sure it will... We'll be back for uh, the 12th next year. So what did you do? What did you do all weekend? What did weekend? we do all weekend? Well, we were... Uh, this is actually the first February we've spent in, in, in beautiful Wasaga. We have traditionally headed to warmer climes. But this year, for various reasons, we stayed here. For Feb- we're staying here for February. And it was, you know, i got to tell you, it was it was a real beautiful weekend in a lot of ways. I mean, it, it, was. it, was, it was snowy, it was cold, it was crisp, and... We it was, uh, but it was yes, I find it very beautiful in a perverse beautiful, beautiful yes, way. Yesterday with the sun out, it was gorgeous. Oh, it was, was it gorgeous. not? It was really really nice. It was gorgeous. We made a little pilgrimage on Saturday, late Saturday, down to Tottenham to visit my cousin and and have dinner down there. And it was a adventurous drive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was it, yeah. you know it's just it was a real wintry day, it, but it we was. took our time. And yep. uh, I must say that there's people the the peop, the folks the people in the area that are experienced with the winter driving here. It's a pleasure actually driving around here because people, you know, they put the four-ways on, they, they respect the conditions, uh, a little different than uh, our former area that we lived in. So, um, yeah. yeah, in spite of it, it I would it think was, we're going to take off. It was a wintry weekend. It was a wintry no weekend, yeah, and I, I kept sure. thinking that's great for yeah. the events that were happening in, in the whole triangle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, and other than that, we... Um, yesterday we ju- we kind of just hunkered down, and I bet you watched a little bit of golf. Did you? Well, did you watch some golf? Yeah, the the Pebble Beach Pro Am is I have a real beautiful spot, spot wasn't it? it? Isn't that a beautiful, beautiful? Uh, you know, with the ocean and people on the beach and and people, the celebrities that celebrities, play in it. Yeah, it, it's uh, Jack Nicholas <laughs> still says if he could play one round of golf, only one round of golf. It would be there, and, and you know, obviously played all over the world. You know, whether it's the old course, truly, and, and more than more than one golfer of his era or the new era, they really do. Uh, it's a good event. That's two two quite different events we've had. We we talked about the, you know, the raucous environment in Phoenix uh, at the waste management, and then this this event is a little more traditional, and it's it's steeped in tradition, of course. Being Crosby ran it for many many years, but. Unlike the waste management, where the crowd sort of steals the uh, show, here the scenery steals the show. Uh, and if anybody's ever had the been fortunate enough to go out into the Monterey area, it is, uh, and not just Pella Beach, the whole area is, is stunning. It really is one of the most beautiful parts in the world I've ever visited. And I did have the really good fortune in 1993. Uh, I was there on business with a colleague, and we happened to be heading up the coast from Los Angeles to some meetings in San Francisco and we were driving and we happened to sneak in a visit an overnight in Monterey and we had the good fortune to go to one of the practice rounds I believe it was on the Wednesday of the of the event and I have one of my favorite photographs is on the first tee there's quite a gallery in front of the first tee but we had a chance to sneak in and got a picture of Jack Nicholas teeing off Jack's teeing off and in the photo is uh, standing behind him, watching him shoot, watching him tee it off, is uh, Clint Eastwood and Sonny Bono, who both are synonymous with the the area. Of course, Clint uh, and Sonny were both, I think, have both done terms as mayor of Carmel, and we had the pleasure of walking. We walked nine holes with with Jack that day, and it was uh, yeah, th- those are things more than you, memorable. Th- yeah, those are things you don't forget. And uh, yeah, yeah, and standing standing place. on the tee at at eighteen, there is another. 
Uh, it's it's a breathtaking hole. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of a, there was some compelling golf in this tournament. Well, tell me about the the eventual winner. Uh, what do you know about him? Because well, I, I know about Vaughn Taylor probably as much as anybody that's listening. Well, well, I do. I re- have I ever he heard the ten, name before? He won, he won ten years ago. Yeah, and uh, he's been a journeyman ever since. Can you imagine playing playing that length of time and not winning? You know, and yet CBS had it down to the day. I think it was one thousand six hundred and forty three days or something yeah. since he'd won, and uh, he was. You know, two-stroke lead. Phil was, who had a two-stroke lead starting the day, was he was not, he was off his game a little Phil bit. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson was yeah. he was having a bit of a struggle, and then two down with two to play. Yeah. And they're seventeen and eighteen. Seventeen's definitely not a birdie hole generally. And he rolls in a nice twelve footer off the apron to yeah. get within one. Yeah. And. Uh, it's a nice drive out by that. There's a tree out there, of course, for anybody that watches. Yeah, it. but he went by the tree. He went by the tree and yeah. had room. And he, and I said to Karan, my wife, after he hits his second shot, he's right in front of the green. And Phil with a wedge. This, I'm saying, I'll get ready for another playoff. I know. And uh, yeah, I thought his thought his wedge was not totally Phil uh, caliber. For us, it was a fine but he, wedge. But he was what? Five, five, feet. Five, five feet. Five feet. But I kind of had a feeling. I thought, eek. It's a little bit of a knee knocker, but it is Phil, and he's he can knock this in with one eye closed. And pace, pace was good on the putt, but she grabbed it a bit lipped. of the edge. It lipped. It lipped. It and Von Taylor, uh, yeah, went Von away Taylor with a million dollars. A million dollars, and Phil went away uh, annoyed. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice to see him playing well again. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what? It's nice also to see Von Taylor winning. You know, oh, really, uh, yeah, it is. I mean, nice no, these lads don't need tag days, but after, after, I think it's, after all, Phil was only 144. He didn't need another one, did he? <laughs> no, and just imagine, just imagine if Phil Mickelson had spent most of his career in an era that was tigerless. Oh, yeah, that's true. He yeah. would be revered as the, yeah. probably, you know, one of the greatest uh, of all time. And it, uh, it's it just it's a testament. And he and he's a lefty for goodness sake. He's a lefty. For goodness sake. It's a testament to that Tiger era. How as time moves on, and obviously Tiger is moving on uh, into a different category of golfer. It just magnifies how dominant yeah. he was. Uh, how how old is uh, Phil Mickelson? At I this believe, point? and our crack research staff is not helping me here. I believe he's forty six. Okay, so, uh, you know, when he becomes a senior and is able to go on the senior if he wants, yeah. uh, he, he could tear that up, couldn't he? He could. I think you'll probably see Phil do what a lot of the, you know, the fifty early 50s will be. He'll, he'll, he'll appear on both. He'll play, yeah, he'll play both. Because he wants to win majors still. Yeah. Um, and he's certainly not going to take down Tiger's records, but he's going to certainly, you know, cement his place in history. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is one that Phil has never won. Which so is he, the U.S. US Open. So US Open, I believe right. Phil will stay competitive at that tournament as long as he can. Arnold Palmer never won the U.S. Open, I don't think. Did he? There was one that he didn't win, and, and I think it's the U.S. Open. I now, I, you can correct me. if I, I, You know what? It's either the U.S. Open or the PGA. Okay. And, and right. uh, if any of our... Listeners, listeners know the answer. Fire something off to Talk, do. Talking about listeners. Did yes. You, did you know that this... This broadcast that we're doing right now is going to be a podcast. Uh, after after we broadcast it, 
It'll be a podcast, and uh, you'll be able to go to BeachBoosterRadio.com and click on the podcast button, and you'll be able to listen to it at your leisure. If you and will. I think that's a great idea, because Beach Booster Radio has a great playlist. And I know that, let's say a family likes listening to Beach Booster, and they're, they're listening to it, and one person in the family likes Larry, doesn't play her anymore. That way he doesn't have to get in trouble with his family and where they'll have no music. He'll be able to visit Beach Booster, uh, the website, and, and and watch listen to Larry at his convenience yeah. or her convenience. That's right. I think it's a great idea. And I forgot to mention also that uh, during the pancake breakfast uh, at the Lion's Den at the Recplex, uh, uh, the, during the 9 to 12 session over there on Sunday morning, we were playing Beach Booster Radio the entire time. So uh, anybody who was there uh, and wondered what that music was, it was Beach Booster Radio being played over the uh, speaker system. And I think Beach Booster Radio was uh, an integral part in the promotion of the event because um, I know there were some there were regular spots, um, you know, that Joe had uh, prepared, and uh, it was well promoted. And it's good to see that. Uh, the message gets out um, uh, on the radio station. It does. It's yeah. good. It's yeah. good. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. So that way, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, so, I, again just to t- finish that one up on Pebble. I, I really believe that if it was playoff time, it would have been a tough one for Von Taylor to go mono on mono with Phil. And uh, geez, now he can play in the Masters, and he's going to get his exemption back. And yeah, uh, well, his wife was sure happy. I'll tell you. Oh that. yeah, and, and his family, and, and, and his playing in, in, in the. Uh, you know the the, the 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 amateurs that play in these these foursomes. Yeah. You know they're all, they're high profile people. I do believe a lot of CEOs, yeah. etc. A yeah. lot of good golfers also. Yeah. And it's all you know they, you could actually see some camaraderie with the the pros and their their playing. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the amateur partners. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, there's there's a, a beautiful picture on Instagram this morning of Von Taylor and his wife and his little girl and he's holding up the trophy and it it is really a remarkable picture. Oh, I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, it's on Instagram if you're. Uh, so they're off to uh, they they off to, they're finishing up their West Coast swing. Um, they're off to Los Angeles this weekend for I believe it's the Northern Trust Open. But it's at the you know, historic golf course Riviera oh, outside of yeah. L.A. That's uh, Ben Ogden's favorite course. Oh it? yeah, and a lot of the celebrities, yeah. the movie stars. For and, the and you know right who there. won there too? Uh, was uh, with our Canadian. Uh, oh, Mike Weir. Yeah, Mike Weir. Mike Weir, yes. Mike Weir won there yes, too. Mike Weir. During that his one, uh, that was one of his wins. Yes, it was. Yeah. And we're and I believe each week more of the the big boys are the European uh, players and those that are over. Uh, Rory McIlroy is going to make his. Uh, U.S. debut this weekend. Oh, is he? He's mm-hmm. coming back over. Mm-hmm. So they'll be, they're loading up, uh, and then is Sergio's going to be there. Sergio's going to be there. Um, uh, Adam Scott. So most of the top players in the world will be, will be there, and it's a pretty interesting golf course. Also, it has, uh, it's always an interesting, uh, interesting event. Yeah. The weather's little. You never know what the weather down there. Believe it or not, even though it's L.A. So um, then, and then after after the after, after that, off to Florida, and, and away we go. Yeah, we, we've got. Before you know it, we'll be we'll be going to the Masters, won't we? In April. So. Oh, I wish we were. <laughs> Too bad we can't do a remote. <laughs> well, we'll see if the budget uh, will uh, let us do that. I don't know. Um, okay, now did you did you watch any of the All Star game, the, the basketball All Star game? No, and we had, that's right. We had another uh, uh, you know, fresh on the heels of the NHL All Star game. The NBA All Star game was in 
in Toronto this year. I didn't see any of it. I saw some highlights of the lead-up festivities. It, it was a pretty packed weekend, though, didn't they? They had all kinds of uh, events going on all over the place. It was a good showcase for the city, a good yeah. showcase for, uh, again, that Raptor franchise. is It's on solid ground. They've, you know, we've talked about this before. They've carved out a great niche in the city, and they're a good team. They're a very good team, and they're now they've they're they're on a break until I think the league resumes Thursday. The Raptors go back at it Friday, and their trade deadline I believe is this Thursday. So there's some rumblings out there. The Raptors may want to make some. They, they may be looking for a power forward. You mean to bolster their uh, bolster their uh, because they've had some good seasons, but they've had some early exits in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, well, every, every, it seems that they go out after the first playoff round, uh, yeah. and, and uh, I'm not sure why that is. But, uh, it, it seems... Might be an experience, but this team has been together a few years now. Yeah. Uh, stability and in the coaching. And great coaching. Good great coaching. Great coaching. Yeah. yeah so let's. Um, I, I I have a hunch that come springtime, it may be the only Toronto team in the playoffs. Oh, you're not saying that the Leafs yeah. aren't going to make the playoffs, no, are well, you? Well, I think it's pretty well. Really? Yeah, it's kind of assured. So no. if you're a Torontonian or a Toronto fan, I think you'll. Put your uh, put your allegiance behind the Raptors if you want to see a meaningful uh, mm-hmm. sporting event in Toronto in the spring. But speaking of the Leafs, they had a busy week leading up to this weekend. Well, of course, they had that big trade with... Trifanoff. Uh, yeah. We, ne- neon Dion. You know what? And since he's gone to Ottawa, they haven't won a game in Ottawa. So what, what's going on with that? Well, what's going on with that is, I mean, we, I thought we could just do a little tour around the league. The Canadian teams are, of course, the focus here in Canada. Most people, that's their, you know, whether you're in Winnipeg or Vancouver, or Ottawa, or Montreal, uh, etc. You're kind of hoping that Montreal you're... are in first place, aren't they? Well, they, <laughs> they're hanging on by a thread. Um, some people say that not only is he the best goalie in the league, he might be the best player in the league. Uh, Carey Price, who's close to coming back, I believe, but they've well, they missed him dreadfully. No, they're, they're saying now he won't be back. He oh, will not be back this year. He is, they're not going to risk it. No, they're not going to risk it. Well, that there are people, there are those that are out there. If you look at the 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 standings, there's an excellent chance we might have no Canadian teams in the playoffs. I mean, I, I was thinking Ottawa might be the one that may we may get, but Edmonton's not going to happen. Vancouver's dicey, Calgary's dicey, Winnipeg's not going to happen. Enough said about the Leafs. So, has has is, is it ever been that there's been no Canadians in the first round of the playoffs? Geez, we're going to have to put that one out there to the audience, also, along yeah, with the, yeah. get our get our crack uh, team yeah. working on that. Will you? We'll, we'll work on that. Now, I mean, there's still lots of hockey to be played, um, but there's uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough one to get a Canadian team. But apart from that, there are some interesting storylines that have developed over the season. Who would have thought at the start of the season, I mean, Chicago Blackhawks are defending champions and loaded with talent, and one of their stars, Patrick Kane, had a lot of controversy prior to the season starting. Yeah, he had, well, he aware was, of that. He was uh, in Some deep serious trouble, allegations. He? he was in deep trouble. Deep trouble. So who would, you know, that kind of, you think, geez, uh, that's going to deter from your, yeah. you know, your mindset to, well, you're playing hockey, but you've got these accusations. And what's he done? Well, he's just... He's on a record pace. I know he is. I know he is. And he really is. You know when I, I saw a picture of him and uh, Jonathan Toes, is that how, how do you say Taves. it? Taves. Taves. Toes works for me. Toes. Taves. Toes. Anyway, uh, Taves, Jonathan, is much taller than Kane. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. I'm sure they were both wearing skates at the time. Probably. I saw a picture there, and, and it was 
I, I couldn't believe it. I thought Kane was a bigger guy than that, but he's not. He's pretty slight, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he certainly can put the biscuit in the basket. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're in a dogfight uh, in the West. I mean, the, the West is loaded with talented teams. Um, Chicago, uh, L.A., a lot of good teams, and, and the Dallas Stars have... If you want to look at a team that's, again, it flies under the radar, because Dallas, of course, is not a... Yeah, it's, it's had hockey for a long time, but they've assembled a serious, serious team down there. Uh, Lindy Ruff, an experienced coach, uh, and, and a lot of talent on that team. They're, they're neck and neck uh, with Chicago for the best record. And then over in the East, again, a small market, a big city, Washington, but the Capitals, who have never won a Stanley Cup, are, are, I believe they're, they're, they're the number one ranked team in the league. They're, they're re really good this year. They're really good really this year. Good. Whether they yeah. can translate that into some playoff success, mm -hmm. who knows. So the um, and I believe the NHL trade deadline is coming up at the end of the month. So that's the rich will either get richer and and uh, holy smokes, you know Edmonton Oilers over the last five or six years, maybe longer, they they've had a ton of high draft picks, and I don't quite understand with all this talent why they don't win more. Well, well their last one, uh, McDavid has just come back from a long period away with with an injury. So. But now that he's back, uh, and looks like he's well, he's producing. Yeah, he's producing pretty good. He's producing McDavid's uh, figures that, <laughs> that he should be producing. I've heard more than one so-called expert say that he is absolutely going to be the biggest sensation since Gretzky, going to eclipse Lemieux, uh, Sidney Crosby, and uh, to be honest, I have not watched a lot of them. I didn't see a lot of them as a junior, but these are learned folk. So um, hopefully uh, he'll, he, he, a lot of pressure, but again, he's young and um, I don't know what else is missing out there. They, they, they've got a good, they got a good management team in place in Edmonton. Yeah, also. they do. They do. They, they do. do. They yeah. do with Todd McClellan as a coach and uh, maybe it's goaltending, maybe it's defense. I don't know, but um, they may, they may be. Uh, no, but all of a sudden they're going to burst out and they're, you know, if it's not this year, then it'll be next. And, and they're going to, they're going to be up there. For mm. sure. Yeah, uh, it, would be I, nice, it would be nice to see the uh, loyal fans, very loyal fans. Other than that, the league is um, uh, it, it's it's obviously yeah. yeah. You know, so so this healthy. year we may not have a Canadian team even in the first round of the playoffs. That would be just just graceful. Would it well, not? it would be a little disheartening. Mm -hmm. It would be, um, and but you know that's that's uh, to be determined. Yeah. Do you have a? a Who's your favorite hockey team? I don't think I've ever asked you. Oh, Detroit. Oh, of course. Always been Detroit. Uh, and even Well, they'll even, be in the playoffs. Even back even back to the to the Gordie Howe days, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's <laughs> I guess it was then that they became my favorite and and uh, and also I had a, a brother-in-law who was a, de a devout uh, a Montreal Canadian fan and of course that you know, we could never see eye to eye on on this. No doubt. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they had some serious. But anyway, I still like uh, Detroit. I really well, do. Well, uh, yeah. a, a solid organization. They, they yeah. tend to um, reinvent themselves uh, as players come and go. Yeah, even if they lose their coach. Eh? Yeah. Even if they lose their coach, um, that's that's a work in progress. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the uh, the yeah, I, I hate to I hate to break away from the winter time, but you know, baseball is happening soon. The pitchers and catchers are reporting uh, in uh, Florida and Arizona. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about uh, about the Blue Jays now? 
I mean, we've lost a couple of players, but well, that's the nature of uh, that's the nature of uh, professional sports. It's it's pretty hard to keep, you know, with with salaries the way they are, with with salary caps the way they are. You know, there's player movement. There's no way around it, and um, they're they're set up for for success, I believe, this year. I would be shocked to see them drop off the face of the map, the uh, face of the earth. They, you know, they had a taste last year. They have retained the core. Yeah, but we haven't we haven't retained our management, have we? That, that is the upper management. No, we haven't. And I know about the the Alex Anthopoulos love affair was really. It was a short period of time. Don't forget, prior to last midseason's, uh, you know, flurry of activity, and then. As the team took off, there was Alex Anthopoulos was he was life and death to have that job because they were they were getting impatient with you know the development of that team and and the inability to make the playoffs. Uh, that said, I, I think he, he's he's a good baseball guy, and um, I think they've they've this uh, Mark Shapiro is I think he'll do fine. It's I think there's a bit of there was a hangover. This love affair was was intense. And of course, you didn't want to see anybody from that cast, you know, leave the mix. But um, this is a proven general manager. I guess he's acting general manager, president. And um, I think, well, basically, I think it's too early to yeah. Um, yeah. To, to give a verdict on him. But but Alex is uh, basking in the sun sunshine of uh, of California, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, so. and uh, being paid in U.S. dollars. Uh, the <laughs> Is that good? Uh, last I checked, it is. It's uh, so they, you know, they're if they, if the pitching, if they've got enough pitching, um, they'll be. I fully expect them to be in the playoffs again next year. In the year after, they, they have some serious decisions to make with uh, Bautista and Encarnacion are both coming up to be free agents next year, mm-hmm. and I. You, know, you might lose you might lose one or both of them. Can't keep them both. Not no. with not with the Cesar. So it's gonna be yeah. a decision of who yeah. who stays, who goes. Yeah. And Edwin Encarnacion will he will I think I think they'll trade Edwin yeah. before that happens rather than you know let him go and, mm-hmm. and get nothing because there's mm-hmm. teams that need DHs and he he'd be a fine DH for a lot of people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No question uh, about that. Now, um uh we are running out of time and, and I, I I just thought when going back to uh, basketball. Yes. in that uh, you you know of course that basketball was was invented by someone who came from the Ottawa Valley, from the from Almon, Ontario, which is of course my home stamping ground. And I just don't tell to, me you knew James. I, well, no, I didn't know him, but I knew his father. Very no, good. No, no, not really. Uh, but uh, yeah, for the people that don't know, uh, the man who invented basketball actually he invented it in in uh, Boston, I believe. But uh, he he did come from Almond, Ontario. Yeah, that's James a, Naismith. James Naismith. Yeah. Well, it's I, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. The Raptors can win a couple of rounds. Uh, the road out of the East goes through Cleveland and uh, and LeBron. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion they're going to make some serious okay. noise this year. Okay. All right. Well, let's hope that they do because this. Town, that meaning Toronto, needs a winner. They really need, they need a winner. 
Uh, they haven't had one since 1967, although the Argos did uh, in between that. But, well, the Toronto Argonauts have, yeah. they've won championships. But yeah. again, it's, yeah. you know, we've talked about this before. It's in, in the eyes of most Torontonians, they are not a major league team oh, okay. anymore. Okay. However, um, the beautiful boatmen are, 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 are rowing off to BMO Field this year to cozy environs and playing on grass. And hopefully they will uh, revive some interest. Okay, Ron, like like every Larry Doesn't Play Here program, we have wandered all over the place, but it's time for us to come to an end. Is there a final word that you'd like to say about? I just I hope everybody had a great weekend here in Wasaga in the Triangle. I hope they have a great family day. And prior to my departure for Spain next Monday, um, We'll uh, we'll have some parting words in a show prior to the departure, and um, look forward to speaking with everybody next week. Good stuff. Okay, and that's another edition of Larry doesn't play here anymore. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.